Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is the first episode for Cemetery Tales Podcast. And I am your host, Gerard Terrell. I like to say on this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of cemetery restoration and preservation and the efforts being made to protect and preserve these important cultural historical sites. Now, first, I'd like to say thank you for everyone that listened to the podcast last year, 2022. We did phenomenal, y'all. Fantastic. I greatly appreciate you. We're making good moves, great progression in the process. You know, um, I informed you guys on some things toward the end of the podcast that we're working on. It's a big deal. I'm really excited. Um, one of those, I, I guess I can spoil a little bit. One is merch. We will actually start having merchandise. I let you guys know the process when we start doing merchandise. It's a big deal. But first, let's get into this episode. So, let me give you a couple of reasons why it's important to protect and to preserve our cemeteries. So, of course, number one, we're going to look at the cultural and historical significance of our cemeteries. Because many of these cemeteries, they're home to historical and cultural treasures. You know, it's just it's not just the art, the architecture, or the grave markers, but it's the stories. Oh, man. The stories, the history that's in these cemeteries. You know, it's so many different stories of the people who buried there. Stories of the history of the cemetery, how the cemetery is created, how the roads were decided, the type of architecture for the stones. You know, a lot of people don't know, like, all stones are not made the same. Some are granite, some are sandstone, some are limestone, some are brownstone. You know, it's a variety of different stones, but the each stone tells a story. Makes sense, right? Each person tells a different story. You know, one of the richest places, some of the richest places in the world, a cemetery. You'll be surprised at all the knowledge that's in the cemetery that's there. So, of course, that's definitely one thing that that's very important. You got to preserve these sites. We can learn a lot about the history and the cultural communities that our cemeteries represent. The next one, of course, is land conservation. I mean, cemeteries often occupy large tracts of land. They provide habitat, not just for vegetation, but also for wildlife. I'm pretty sure you've seen all kind of different animals, squirrels, chipmunks, deer, fox, coyote. It's a lot of different wildlife that you may see in the cemetery. And, you know, it serves as a green space in a lot of urban areas. By preserving these sites, we can help protect these natural resources, protect the environment. It makes sense. In particular, we work in like a big push to green burials. I mentioned it before. It's a, it's a really a big deal to the progression we're making um, in the process of green burials. So, of course, you know, one reason you want to protect and preserve your cemetery is respect for your deceased. Respect for the dead. Cemeteries, of course, are places where people go to remember and honor their loved ones. I mentioned this in the previous episode about you honor those people who passed away. It's important to remember those people. Remember your ancestors. Remember the people that it's important, your mentors, family members, friends, you know, or you might just admire a historical figure. 
could be Frederick Douglass, Susan B. Anthony. I mean, those that's important. It's important, you know, Prince Hall. It's important you visit these people. By preserving these sites, we can show respect for the deceased, of course, and ensure that their final resting places are always properly maintained. That's where pastoral care come in, and you start talking to different people about different things. But um, many cemeteries are also popular for tourists. Depending on the cemetery, it can be a valuable source of revenue for some communities. You know, um, preserving these sites can help support the local economy and provide visitors with an enriching cultural experience. Right? Of course, man. So many things. The cemetery is important. And last, before we take a break, is the genealogy. I know I end up finding just randomly. At my cemetery I used to work at back in Ohio. It was amazing. I was just, you know, been in the cemetery, but this stone just kept standing out to me. And I kept looking at it, looking at it, and I was like, Mary Louise Terrell, who was that? I was like, I wonder if that's in the family. My family's relatively small when it comes to Terrells, right? So I asked my grandma, I was like, Grandma, who was this? And she was like, This is your grandfather's first wife. I said, What? I didn't know that. How was I supposed to know that? So she gave me a little history and then she bust out the chart, bust out the tree, you know, bust out. And I'm like, wow. So when I got to see everything, the family tree, that was a big deal to see everybody on the family tree. You know, where my grandfather's side go back to Scotland? What? Where my grandma's side go back to Namibia? That, what? To Africa? What? That was, a, that was a great day, you know. So just by me stumbling upon that, I can tell you, cemeteries, they important sources, of, uh, important resources for people researching their family history. I did it by accident. Luckily, my grandma's old enough. She's 99, y'all. She'll be 100 in November. Um, just to get that information, and she already had it down. So just in the cemetery, it could provide all kind of valuable information about your people, your ancestors, and their lives. By preserving these sites, we can help ensure that this information is valuable and available for future generations. Very important. So we take a quick break, and we come back from the break. We'll continue on this episode. I hope you're ready. Greatly appreciate you, Cemetery Tales Podcast. All right, welcome back. Welcome back from the break. So, we're going to talk about now and continuing with our preservation episode is the things that we face in the cemetery that could damage our stones. Now, one, of course, is weather. Most obvious of all things is cemeteries are exposed to elements. It could be storms, flooding, any other type of natural disaster. I mean, the most recent for us, so we just had a wind winter storm, and ooh, it was tough, man. A lot of snow, a lot of ice, and it damaged some of our stones because the trees fell on them. And the process to fix them is sometimes tough. I mean, you gotta make sure you're doing it right, and that's gonna be a challenge for us in the process. I mean, that training is everything. If you're not trained correctly, it makes it a little more difficult to get everything fixed efficiently. And plus, you know, every 
every stone is a little different to fix and you know you gotta have a level and tripod it just depends it's a lot of work a lot of different ways and we'll probably talk about that in the next segment as we continue on um vandalism <laughs> vandalism you know if you didn't know cemeteries are our target for that fortunately the cemetery i work at not so much but the previous cemetery i used to work at woof man it's people breaking into uh, mausoleums people breaking into columbariums oh man you talking about frustrating people spray painting mausoleums i mean come on y'all there's all kind of things you know nobody tried to rob a grave because it's it's like you never have enough time to dig a grave by hand figure out how to lift a vault with a crew of people they go inside a casket that you have to lift. That's too much work. Nobody has that much time to, to do. Um, now, if it was above ground, like crypts or anything like that, like reason like New Orleans, you know, you probably could do something like that, like quick. But man, nobody's doing that. And I would hope that anybody listen um, would not do that. And if you know anybody, encourage them not to do that. It's just not worth it, man. You don't understand the disease or if you're into energy i mean i don't talk about too much in this podcast every now and then i sprinkle it in there but that energy thing is real so that makes it really tough so it's a major problem obviously preserving sites when you're dealing with vandalism you know one of the biggest things that you run into in particular cemeteries is neglect i mean you know when cemetery is no longer in use once they get full, you know, a lot of times, you know, you don't have the resources to properly maintain them. So, vegetation becomes overgrown, which causes the broken markers and a list of other problems um, with the grounds and the ground maintenance. So, it's just a really big deal when the cemeteries get neglected. And along with neglection comes funding, man. You know, preserving cemeteries can be expensive. I mean... Fixing stones in the section that adds up really fast. You can go two, three, four, five, six stones, ten thousand dollars easy, just to fix them so they're done correctly. You know, again, you gotta have the resources to fund those preservation efforts, and that's tough. It's a major challenge for a lot of cemeteries, for a lot of grave sites. Period. It is. It's. It's a challenge. It's the best way to say it. Um, other thing that runs into a lot of cemeteries overall staffing. You know, especially the small ones, you know, but overall, all cemeteries, man, they, they have problems with staffing. You know, you have limited staff, limited resources, and it makes it difficult to properly maintain and preserve that cemetery. That's, that's a big thing that's really difficult, um, is that for sure. You know, um, and then, of course, society values. You know, societal values are so different. You know, attitudes and everything towards death and dying, burials, it is different. I mean, today's generation looks at a lot of it so differently than, you know, like our parents, for example, or even us, you know. Um, we look at a lot of things differently. I mean, you know, a lot of cemeteries just face some challenges adopting to the change. You know, customs, traditions, you know, the morals, values, a lot of those things is just different nowadays. So that makes it tough. You know, cultural, historical significance of our cemeteries uh, 
sometimes get lost in the sauce, you know, but it, it, it can, unfortunately, um, it's just very important to preserve and preserve some material. So, uh, take another break. We go into our next segment. We could talk about, um, like a, like a brief, brief about how to fix them, uh, how to fix a stone, depending on the type of stone and everything. So, hey, stay tuned. All right, back from that quick interlude. So, in this segment, we're going to talk about fixing a headstone. Now, if you didn't know, I used to have a monument company that I was cleaning and restoring and fixing headstones. And this is from a lot of experience doing it. Um, I learned from a lot of great people in the process. Um, a guy, Mr. David Eckler, rest in peace, great guy, man. I learned a lot from that man about the cemetery industry when it comes to digging graves, laying out graves, laying out sections, lots, uh, burials, everything you could think of about the cemetery, I learned from that man, like absolutely everything. Fixing stones, placing stones correctly, um, how to level stones and everything, and then progress throughout the years of working in the cemetery um, to improve, but uh, make it real brief um real small segment here before we um close out on the last segment but um you know first you gotta assess the damage you know you gotta look at the headstone and determine the extent of the damage you gotta figure out one what kind of stone it is then you have to figure out the damage part so if it's cracked is it broken what you need to repair it in the process and then you get your materials so um, a lot of things that um, I used in the process was like a, uh, a spade, uh, epoxy glue, chisel, hammer. I had some screening, some buckets. You know, I had a polishing compound depending on the type of stone it was. I mean, it was a lot of things that I kept with me in the process. And then a uh, water hose, of course. Um, a lot, lots of different type of glues and adhesives, depending on the type of stone that it was in the process. And sometimes I had to, I even had some precast foundations, um, when I had to build up, um, a foundation, I had a level I kept with me, um, you know, a plumb, I always did the plumb line, you know, my masons, you understand. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of things in the process, some stakes. But you want to clean the stone. So when you clean the stone, you want to use, and I have some soft bristle brushes I'm talking about right here. You want to get a soft bristle brush and some cloth and some water to remain gentle on any dirt or debris that you may see on the headstone. Now, you have to remember, you have to be very careful with the harsh chemicals. So it could de definitely damage the stone. No bleach. Um, don't do anything crazy like power wash the stone. Some people power wash it. I watched on YouTube. I was watching people power wash stones. I'm like, dude, that's crazy. Never power wash a stone. The damage that's irreplaceable on some stone. Imagine power washing limestone or sandstone. Like you, like destroying the stone. Why would, why on earth would you power wash? There's people out there that's doing that. They get paid to destroy family stones. I mean, you gotta be careful who you talk to about doing work like that 
So you gotta repair the cracks that you find um, or any breaks. So um, you can use epoxy glue, you can use some putty um, to fill in the cracks and breaks of the stones. Use the chisels removing any pieces of loose stones. And sometimes those pieces of loose stones can fit right back in the same spots they have um, for the stone. If you can find all the pieces, believe it or not, it's like a puzzle piece. You go right back in there, you know, so you want a smooth surface, you know, shovel, hammer, chisel to smooth out the surface of the stone. You want to make sure you remove any rough edges or imperfections. You know, you get that polishing compound to restore the shine to the stone. I'm telling you, just a little water and a little, like a little mini broom or broom. Oh my goodness, you do wonders to a stone. To a stone. So you rub that compound on the stone using a soft cloth. You buff the surface until it shines. And then one of the last steps after everything that you do, you apply that sealant to the headstone to protect it from the weathering and any further damage. That's how you preserve a stone for future generations. It's real easy, real simple. I made it sound real simple, but it's really not. It's a lot of work. And that's just a regular flat 2x1, 24 by 12 stone. You know, you can do those for the, for the regular stones. You can do it for 15 by 10, kind of like the baby or the cremation stones. Um, you know, some in slats you can do it as well. There's the slant stones on the on the smooth surface and on the side with the name and the death date and everything. But some of the other stones is a little more work, a lot more work. When you start talking about putting pegs and doing some drilling, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. You know, um, placing heavier stones where tripods come in. Look, that's a lot of work, believe it or not. But sometimes you have to get the expertise from a specialist technician a mason to do these things and that training is important that's one thing that i'm really pushing at the cemetery that i manage um is the fixing the stones the proper way so i encourage you that if you feel like if it's something that you can't do or you have no idea contact a professional contact a cemetery and they can or we can assist you so thank you for listening to this segment we'll take a break and then we'll come out with our outro and then we talk about some of the bonuses that we're working on, so you're aware. So thank you for listening. I appreciate you. Cemetery Tales Podcast. All right. Now on to our last part of the podcast. Before we do our closing, we need to talk about why the community and what role the community plays in preserving our cemeteries. And why it's important to educate the public about these things, right? So, the community plays a vital role in preserving cemeteries. And I'll tell you why. Because they're often the primary stewards of of these sites. Believe it or not, sometimes families can't get out there to maintain their own family stones. You know... And sometimes the community takes up those efforts. There's a lot of different ways, but we get into that further along. You know, it's always important to, uh, for the community to be educated about the history and the significance of a cemetery so they can take an active role in this preservation. It's supposed to be a group effort. All of us coming together to maintain our cemeteries, honoring our past, appreciating our past 
you know, this may involve, you know, like a cleanup day, uh, adopting a grave, you know, raising funds for maintenance. That's where if you have a friends group, this matters. We have a phenomenal friends group that we work with. People are magnificent. Pat, fantastic, great president. You know, Chris, Chris, and Chris, fantastic people, man. I'm telling you. Tom, Workhorse, Henry, everybody, look, I appreciate my friends group. I appreciate everything that they do. They're fantastic. And that's the thing, like, other communities have to have to have that that group right there, man, that organization for those cleanup days to raise funds for maintenance, to raise funds for restoration, you know, and then you work with your government, your local government, municipal, or any type of other historical organizations to advocate for the protection of the cemetery. That's what we're supposed to do. It's a group effort here. You know, educating the public about cemeteries is also important. Um, a lot of times they get lost in the sauce as well. Um, you know, but we have to educate the public about the cemeteries also because, <clears throat> you know, these sites can serve as a way to connect with the past. And again, understanding the history of the community. Cemeteries can be and are a rich source of information about the lives of those who came before us and can provide insight into the cultural, social, and economic history of a place. Very important. By learning about the stories of these buried in the cemetery, we gain a greater appreciation for the history of our community and for the people who helped shape the community before us. In addition to preserving, educating other cemeteries, it's also important to respect these sites as sacred places. That's what they are. So that means treating them with care and reverence and avoiding activities that may danger, put those stones in danger, in danger that may damage them, that may, you know, cause more work for, for our groups, for our teams, and preserving and restoring our cemeteries to prominence. You know, working together, showing respect for these sites, the community can help assure that the cemeteries are preserved for future generations. And that way we can learn and appreciate our cemeteries. So that was just important right there. I just had to get that last part out on the way the community can play a vital role and why it's important to educate the public about these sacred spaces and these headstones because if we don't, it's going to get lost, man. Tradition is not the same. It's 2023. You know, things are constantly evolving. You know, social norms are changing um, consistently because society's changing, you know. So I want to say before I close out, close out this episode of the podcast, I want to say we are working on some things. Um, I did finally finish an ebook, y'all. Um, and I will talk about that in the coming weeks on how you guys can purchase the ebook. Um, I'm very excited about it, uh, in the process, you know, it's, it's a big deal to, to actually finish something that I've been working on for a while. I mean, unfortunately I should have had it done sooner, you know, but you know, things take time and 
you know, now I'm actually in the process of editing um, the book before I make it like public, public. So you guys get a heads up to know that it's on the way. Um, you know, I'm excited it's, it's actually finished. So we just trying to move into the next uh, phase of the book process. Um, again, also the same with the merchandise. You know, we will have um, shirts, hats, um, little wristbands um, coming up. And I'll inform you on the coming episodes um, how we can do that, you know, because we eventually will launch our website pretty soon to where you can do those things along with other other cool things you can do. We have a blog on there. It's, it's, a, it's a nice setup, and we'll talk about that in later episodes. And I know I probably mentioned this probably previous and several episodes ago several seasons ago so hey you know what good question right why is it season five right i started this podcast in 2018 that's amazing right so hey i figured let's go ahead and keep it the way it's supposed to be so each season is a year so this is year five season five um, I started a little early because technically this will be the first episode, but we are episode three moving in the direction. So I just want to say thank you for you and thank you for listening this far into the podcast. Again, thank you for joining us at Cemetery Tales Podcast. Hope you learned something today. I hope, I hope you learned something new about the efforts being made to preserve and protect these important cultural and historical sites i greatly appreciate you again and be sure to tune in next time for more from us at the cemetery tales podcast so i'll catch you on the next one thank you peace